0: This is the Intrepid Double Seven Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Intrepid Double Seven Podcast here on the Jane Spawn complex. I hope you're doing well. Today, we're going to be talking about games of chance, and I want to talk about particularly two card games that appear in the James Bond novels and in film. And no, I'm not talking about poker. Well, poker, or Texas Hold'em poker, was the game that was played by James Bond in Casino Royale on the big screen. It's not the game that he plays in the book. In the novel, he actually plays Baccarat, and that's a game that's actually closer to blackjack than to poker. So why choose poker? Well, poker was chosen for a number of reasons. It was seeing a a very heightened popularity on television and with things like the World Series of Poker. There was a lot of professional gamblers playing poker, and it was a moneymaker at the time. You couldn't really say the same about Baccarat, because you probably haven't even heard about the game unless you were a fan of the James Bond novels. Now, on film, it does appear as well. It appears in GoldenEye, Dr. No. Thunderball, and on Her Majesty's Secret Service, but it is famously played in Casino Royale. Now, Baccarat, and the way to play Baccarat, like I said earlier, is similar to blackjack. Here's an excerpt from our friends over at Bond, who explain how not to play Baccarat. Mm, yes. Oh, that's, that's it. I'll have what he's having. Yeah. I'll just for, have the water. Just you. three vodka martinis. <laughs> three vodka martinis. Just yeah, I will we'll get me. this for you right now. I think we Do you want to play a game of Baccarat? Well, I we think we should. I don't right. really know how to play, though. You'll, you'll figure it out as it goes along. It's it's essentially just um just saying Banco Swaybe. Just one here and one there, and one here and one there. Oh. I should have ordered a Vespa uh, martini. Oh. Can we... Can, mm. yeah. um, so, gentlemen, why don't we play this... Why they um, asked? Us to do this uh, because no one else was free. Ah, right. right, I was no going to really say there's sense. not going to be much reviewing happening here. No, yeah. uh, but uh, hang on. Oh, banker Swifty, by the way. Yes. Do, do you Swivy? call? I raise. Oh, raise. Ooh. I'm going to be. What does the red one? Yeah, yeah. Well put in a red one. And Uh, one more red one. Wow. I'll just Banco Swivy. Okay. Oh, could I have done that? You could have, but you've already red one. So now I've got a red one as well. Or you could banko Swivy. Um, I like the sound of that. I'll banko Swivy. Banco Swivy. Yes, that's very confusing. And while Banco is appropriate to the game of Baccarat, nothing from what they said made any sense. That's because that's not how you play Baccarat. Well, most card games are Social in nature. Baccarat and Blackjack are particular in that you are playing against the banker. So while you can be multiple players at the table, you can play amongst friends without necessarily the spirit of competition because you're not competing against each other and you're also not trying to bluff the other person because the cards are all face up. So similar to Blackjack, the dealer will deal himself to. Or herself, two cards and deal two cards to the player. Uh, The two cards from the banker and two cards to the player in Baccarat have to add up to nine. Now, I'm going to explain the difference between that and Blackjack, where you have to get to 21. 21 or 21, or Blackjack, is the game of cards where you need to add up your card values to get to 21. Now, 10, as well as your face cards, the jack, the queen, and the king are all worth 10 points. The ace is worth either 1 or 11, depending on how you use it. So to get a perfect natural blackjack, you would need a face card and an ace. Now, Baccarat is different in that the only cards that have their face value are 2 through 9, Well, actually, that's a lie because the ace is only worth one, but cannot be worth 11 like in blackjack. Also, the face cards, so jack, queen, and king, unlike in blackjack where they're worth 10, are absolutely worthless in Baccarat. And the point of Baccarat is to get to nine. You're saying to yourself, well, that's usually difficult because if you're dealt two cards, you're probably going to bust over 10 or be very close to those numbers. That's because in Baccarat, we only use the second digit of the number. So if you're sitting on a pair of nines, well, you've actually got eight. And that's a pretty good hand. In Blackjack, they'll stand on 20, uh, sorry, the dealer. In Blackjack, the dealer will stand normally on 17. Um, In Baccarat, that's probably going to be closer to a six or a seven, just to play it safe. So in Baccarat, that means you've got a little bit more maneuverability with your cards. And you might be asking for... For a card, a little bit more often. Now, Baccarat is very similar to Chemin de Fire. Chemin de Fire means railroad in French. So, basically, the idea is the dealer position and the card shoe will follow along to the next person to basically challenge the banker or the dealer. So, much like in card games, someone has to start the betting. So, the first person who is sitting to the right of the the dealer or the banker in the game of Baccarat is actually the one who calls the first Banco. That's if he thinks that he wants to make that bet. If that person fails to make that bet or decides that he's going to fold, well, then the next person could call Banco. And technically, if you start the game the dealer can call Banco and it could skip everyone's turn before cards are even laid all the way to the fourth or fifth person. We see actually this happen in the novel Casino Royale where the first couple of people do not go in on the first Bunko and um, eventually gets to bond. This means that Baccarat is not necessarily a game that's as competitive as, say, poker. Whereas poker, you do have a dealer, but the dealer isn't holding the chips. They aren't holding the bank. You're not playing against the house, you're playing against the other opponents because you're all coming in with your own money and you're playing against each other. Unlike Baccarat or Blackjack where you're playing against the house and it's their money. Um, So in Casino Royale, the novel, the reason why we've got Le Chiffre as the bank is because he's putting up his money or he's putting up someone else's money because he's rented the table from, I believe in the novel, it was an Egyptian syndicate, but he's putting up his money to try and make that money back. He's trying to make his own bank. So he's not representing the casino. He's representing himself. Um, That maybe translates poorly into film where the culture at the time was really revolving around uh, uh, poker poker is very popular in the beginning of the 2000s because of the world series of poker and for the fact that it was getting a lot of televised events this is mainly due to the fact that sports specialty channels were also kind of specializing at that time and they needed to kind of fill the airwaves with stuff that was not basketball football hockey and baseball so we've got live tv showing off poker you couldn't really do this with back because no one wants to see someone you know play against the league. They want to see two teams, or they want to see individual competitors, kind of like golf. Uh, You want to see the people competing and, you know, bouncing off each other. So how does this relate to the world of Bond? Well, Baccarat, like I mentioned earlier, was the game that was played in the novel Casino Royale. We do see it in the films GoldenEye, Doctor No, Thunderball, and Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Blackjack being a very popular game in the United States, and something that maybe has taken precedence in a lot of casinos over games like Baccarat and etc is Blackjack and that's only really seen in one Bond movie and that's License to Kill and in License to Kill we don't really get a glimpse of how the game is played. Blackjack is one of those quick games where you could probably sit there for 15-20 minutes and move on. I've done it with Matt Nedger of the Jane. I've done it with Matt and Edgar at a global James Bond Day event that we had a couple years ago. We are actually able to sit down at the same table and play blackjack. And it's not the same as when we all sat down at the same table and played poker. It's not the same competitive nature. It's not the same spirit as as poker would be. Now, if you do want to know how to play poker, uh, sorry, Now, if you do want to know how to play blackjack and understand the game of blackjack better, there's a fantastic movie that came out in 2008 called 21 based on a book and based on a true story of some blackjack players that were able to cheat the system through their massive, massive calculation skills. So there is a popular way of cheating at Blackjack and that's called card counting. Now card counting is basically a point system where you can kind of guess how many face value or sorry. Me. Now counting cards is kind of a um, point system where you can predict how many face cards are left in the deck and in the movie 21 which starred Kevin Spacey, Um, you were actually able to see how that was put into place and how much money these people were actually making by cleaning out the casinos before they caught on. Now, this practice is absolutely illegal, and it's because of that true story that it became that way because, well, basically people with no outside machinery were able to come in and just using the power of their minds beat the blackjack tables. So I hope this enlightened you on some of the games of chance in the Bond series. I hope you'll stay tuned for more. Thank you very much, and take care. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Intrepid Double Seven podcast here on the James Bond Complex. Please follow us on our social media accounts at the James Bond Complex and at Double Seven Intrepid on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until then, thanks for listening.